The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Is going to tell us a lot about the offense. You know what, Tom? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I think that, that obviously it's been a difficult start to the season, and and, it, and everyone is 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 being made to be a villain at different times. And I think that Luke Getzey's been made to be a villain. I'm not one that believes he's the worst offensive coordinator in the league. I also don't believe he's Kyle Shanahan. But I think that there is merit to some of the stuff that he has put into play, and the whole team just hasn't executed over the course of that time. I, I agree with you, you know, T. Waddle. But uh, so I wouldn't need to go back and get an explanation from him on the very first play of the game, because back in the day, if we went to the line of scrimmage and we had five blockers and they had six rushers, then the quarterback would he would go up to the line of scrimmage and he'd go 118, 118. That means he's repeating the snap count. He's making a live alert to an audible. And then the quarterback would roll out aggressively to his right and get one of the two receivers, which was DJ Moore and Kari blasting game, and get the ball out of his hands immediately. If if the design of that play was to drop straight back into the waiting arms of a blitzer, then I have questions about the design of the play with no protection. And so that that's what I would have to hear real answers to know. I think, Tom, I think he did it. Did he not answer that? And I think his response was in that situation, the, what he was supposed to do was to shuffle to his right and get the ball out immediately. Shuffle or roll. I mean, if you're, if, well, I don't know if he said full roll, but I think what he meant was to to slide to maybe the word he used was slide to the right to get away from where the pressure was coming. But the ball has to come out immediately. And I would assume you're throwing it to DJ and not blasting game. Well, if they threw it the blasting game, it's the first pass they've thrown of them in two years. Right. But they both kind of ran identical length of routes and were they were both open for a hot read. So if you you know so they have a roll protection they have a waggle protection where you kind of drop straight back and then you meander over to what either side you call so there it would have to be a waggle right um I still think the blitzer would have been able to catch you to me with Justin's athleticism to get out in the open and run away from a free blitzer and get into the you know get the ball out to DJ or blasting game I think the the, the play was there if that was how it was designed so then, let me ask you a question. If Justin didn't do it, why didn't he do it? I can't answer that question. Only Justin could answer it. Right. And so I, I have, so that's what I'm saying is if you're not running the plan according to the way the play is coached against that specific type of look on the line of scrimmage, and then you know that opens up a whole different line of questions that – you know, we we probably won't get answered. Tom Thayer joining us right now on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. It's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. All right, we had a debate. Yurko and I got heated. Um, he's now look a lot of screaming in this studio. He's, a, he's a, a defensive tackle. He played the game. He knows way more about line play than I would ever know. You know way more about the offensive line than I would ever ever know. But, like, I have passionate thoughts about player development. And I feel like Tevin Jenkins has been moved around an awful lot. And he's only been back for a game and a half. I'm not a fan of them moving him from 
left guard back to right guard because Cody Whitehair may need to play left guard this game. I would like some stability for Tevin Jenkins because I believe he can play and he could be really good and I want to develop him. Um, what do you think? Well, first of all, I need a drama-less two years um, out of Tevin Jenkins because when he came here and he was this uh, you know, bona fide starting left tackle in the NFL and then he came in with a back injury, boom. And then he was moved to the offensive guard position because they drafted Darnell and they had uh, Braxton Jones. And then he pulled both of his calves, boom. So I, need, I still need to see, and I've, I've said it, that I need to see uh, two years of experience out of him before I'm going to give you any conclusive reviews about him. But if he's a right-handed offensive lineman and he feels the most confident in a stance, in, in a right-handed stance, then I'm going to put him and plant him somewhere, like you're saying, Sylvie, and allow him to grow and develop there for a period of time. But I need him to be on the field for that period of time also. And so I think Tevin has all the skills in the world to play either offensive guard. But if you're going to leave him somewhere, leave him somewhere. Yeah, so 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 I'm not totally off base. I think, I think Tom Thayer has vindicated your perspective. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that's but but again, it goes back to uh, I, I, I need to leave the drama behind because if you're really going to develop continuity on the offensive line and chemistry, whatever word you want to use, especially with the young offensive tackle like Darnell hopefully will develop into. And I don't even, I don't, is he out? Is he considered out? He no, no. Today. They're, I mean, they're optimistic that he could play and he was full go today. All right, good. Then I, I hope he does play because when you talk about the development of Tevin and, um, uh, uh, Darnell, but then when Nate comes back, are they going to move Tevin back to left guard? You yes. tell us. That, that's what they would say. Like This would be just like a, a, a shifting because again, they need someone like, I don't like uh, Tom, that they're moving two guys to fill Nate Davis's position. Me I, neither. So you, that, you're right, because I want Tevin to stay where he is, continue to grow. He's been inconsistent with injuries. He's finally back. Keep him there and find someone else to plug Nate Davis's spot. Right. You I mean, you have Jatari Carter and you have Cody Whitehair. Decide which one of those two you want to see more of. And um, Get Yurko I, I think... on the phone so Yurko and Thayer can scream at each other. Yeah. Yurko, well, well, call Yurko. Well, Yurko said he, that I, I have no credibility. <laughs> that, that he, he summarily dismissed me. He summarily me. dismissed him. So what, but what does Yurko want? Yeah, well, you're, I think Yurko's point was is you're not going to ruin him if you switch him from left guard to right guard. And it's, you know... It's what's best for your team in this particular situation. I think that was yeah. his. Okay, uh, his. well, listen, I, I agree with Yurko as well. I don't think there's much difference between right guard and left guard. And back in the day, you know, the funny thing about it, you know, Jimbo Covert, you know, he's a Hall of Fame left tackle, right? Yeah. He played in a right-handed stance. So it's not like you you have to play in a left-handed stance because nowadays you have these guys trying to tell you you have to. So – if Tevin wanted to play in a right-handed stance at left guard, then so be it. That's why I don't think there's much of a difference between right guard and left guard. Yeah. My, my point is that when Jenkins establishes himself a little more and they want to move someone for a game, fine. But I'm with you about it's been a lot of drama. It's been a lot of injuries. He's moved around a lot. I want to keep him at one spot and let him establish himself instead of just moving him around game to game now. 
Yeah, I agree. And and listen, I don't want multiple visits to the blue tent during a game. <laughs> I want him to be at practice every day. And again, I just if you know talking about trying to develop an offensive line that's going to be there for a period of time with Braxton, with Tevin, um, with the competition at center. With uh, Nate Davis and Darnell Wright, you almost have a line put together, but you're going to have to answer questions. I'm I don't know what's up with Dan Feeney right now, and then you got Lucas and uh, Cody and Jatari that you kind of decide where they're going to fit in the future. I think we just had like a team bro hug. I think we did. I think we came to some common ground there. I think everyone can move forward and be friends again. I really well, do. you know. Tom Waddle. So if you play the receiver on the right hand side, doesn't matter means, to me. That means you can't line up at the receiver on the left hand side. Well, then I, they're going to fire me. They wanted to fire exactly. me anyway. <laughs> you know. well, no. Yeah. Hell no! You lasted longer than all of us anyway. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is, you have to have some versatility Absolutely. built into you, unless you're. A, a dominating Hall of Fame left tackle, or you're exclusively See, a c- center. I hate to be, like I feel like Switzerland here because I agree with Sylvie's point, especially with Tevin. That like, look, some people need to be massaged a little bit more than others, and if you need to, you know, find your way, and you're going to be the left guard in an ideal scenario. I get it. You put him there. You plant him there. I personally, I never played guard, but I don't think it's going to ruin him if you put him over there on the right side. Whatever. My focal point, though, Tom, is the center. How in the world do we fix this short-term and long-term? Get somebody that knows how to shotgun snap in a spiral type of way that hits the right hip of the quarterback 99.9% of the time. Did they, Tom, did did they, and by they, I guess I mean Ryan Poles and his staff, did they just overlook the importance of this? And is it something that did you think, with the benefit of hindsight, they would have gone back and redone it? Well, uh, you know, um, listen, I, I love Cody, so I don't want to send the wrong message here, but I'm not a fan of the knuckleball snap. Right. Uh, as much as you use shotgun nowadays, because there's no perfect flight to the ball, and now the quarterback for that instance of time has to watch the flight of the ball because it's not guaranteed coming back in a spiral where your your fingers meet the seams right. quickly. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think it was overlooked a little bit, but, you know, they, they knew what Cody did from the center position, and, uh, you know, they kind of knew what uh, Lucas Patrick was going to offer you from the center position as well. Uh, Tom, let's circle back to Bajent. We talked about him quite a bit. With all things considered here, what do you expect – him to look like on Sunday, and which you dog, know, and which dog was that? That's Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou, and is that the nephew? I think, I think Sweet Lou's the dog that we heard last time. Yeah, is the nephew yeah. there? No, no, he's. Um, so I live at the end of a dead end street at my mom and dad's house, and if there's any car action on the dead end street, he'll tell everybody in the house oh. someone's in their car. Guard dog. Yeah, yeah love it. exactly. Um, Repeat your question. Oh, Beijing. Beijing. What yeah, are you I'm, expecting to see from him, all things considered, Tom? I think the ball's going to get out of his hands quickly. I think um, hopefully that he's a little bit more under center, so there's an intersection point between handoff. I hope they have a fullback in the backfield. I think he's going to be understand uh, where the one, two, three read priority is on every pass play called. And um, 
You know, it's kind of like Mike Tomzak when he came in as an undrafted free agent back in, in 85 and he was able to contribute. He got the ball out of his hands quickly, and that's why the offensive line liked playing with him. And I think that's going to be the same case with Bajan. But one thing that kind of makes me nervous about the Raiders, the Raiders are a different blitzing team than the Vikings. The Vikings, they showed everybody at the line of scrimmage. So it's you identified your responsibility. The Raiders are a multiple-level blitzing team. So now you have to incorporate the center pointing out their their responsibility in the back understanding who his responsibility is. So there's a little different flow to the pressure by the Raiders that the Vikings brought. I want to play you um, the, the, the star soundbite of the week from the broadcast last week. Uh, this is uh, during, during the... The play where Justin got hurt, and we've played it a lot this week. It's my but, favorite call uh, of the year. It's so the far. call of the year. Uh, do we have the full call, Mel, or do you just have the drop? What can you do for us here? Yeah, full call. Full, full call play. of the play. Uh, unfortunately, this is a play that Justin got hurt, but we love this. Zero defensive backs deep as Justin takes the snap with time. Now running out of time. Throw it! from behind, and down he goes. He got rid of the football as he was going down to the ground. Tracked down from behind by Daniil Hunter. Is it the quarterback was down prior to the pass? Yeah, I thought so too. At the 47-yard line, and the clock's running, and Justin coming up a little painful, holding the groin area. Fourth down as they will punt the ball. Gill to set it back. Throw it! Like that, like the throttle... Anger, scream, that is pure frustration, un- unadulterated emotion coming from Tom Thayer. Throw it! That's that. I think, I, unfortunately, because I can't control my emotions sometimes, I think that's like any Bear fan sitting in their living room watching the game. And then when Jeff said that he's holding his groin area, I knew he wasn't. I knew he was holding his hand uh, area and... So I just, after I yelled, throw it, I just kind of stopped talking because I was, I was a little bit embarrassed. And I was, I was really caught up in the instant because I saw the guy getting ready to hit him. And, you know, I think T. Waddle and Sylvie, when you watch football, you have that quarterback clock that's running in your head just like a quarterback should. And I knew that, you know, that time, that, that alarm was about to go off. Yeah. And so... Um, uh, Nothing I, I, to be embarrassed by. No. Like, like everybody watching that game, whether they were at the stadium or in their their homes, were screaming the same thing. I throw think. it. <laughs> that's the first. That's the first time I've heard it. So, uh, and, and Tom, look, I'll, I'll give it to you from the listener perspective because I was a listener. I was driving home in the third quarter because I had a baseball game with my kids after the Bears game was over. So I was rolling on the game on DVR, and I got home in time to watch almost the whole fourth quarter. But that play was described to me by Joniak and Thayer on my car ride home. And what that was able to do for me as a listener was it painted in even more a greater picture because you described it in those words, like in that just two words of throw it, throw it! That, that I knew that the ball needed to be thrown. Like, and like, oh. that's why there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Like, it, it, it's like, that's gold. I got to tell you. I'm sweating profusely. Wait, though, right? and Tom, and Tom and like to, to, to make it, to make it a serious conversation as well. Like, 
when Justin goes into that mode, and, and some call it hero ball, that's fine. It's not a negative connotation. But sometimes it develops into a miraculous play. And other times it leaves him exposed to injury, and that's what happens. So, like, that's kind of the flip of the coin you have with plays like that, is it not? It is. You know, listen, I love Justin, man. I admire the kid. I wish I had a quarter of the athleticism he has. But I'm also a lifelong Bears fan, and I want to see the best for the team. And the best decision at that point with the three-man rush is finding an opportunity against coverage and getting the ball out of your hand. Yeah. And there was an opportunity. The yeah. pocket was clean yeah. and D.J. Moore was open, and it was just yeah. unfortunate that it wasn't executed. And then it was more unfortunate that it resulted in Justin being injured. Right. So. Yeah. Tom, great stuff. Uh, we will see you at Soldier Field on Sunday. Throw it! <laughs> Look forward to it. See you, buddy. You uh, see you guys. Tom Thayer's the best. I've had so much fun with him and Joniak oh. this year, being Did part you, of the team. We didn't relay what Joniak uh, texted us, that his mom, oh, yeah. his mom is loving. She's watching the uh, his hits on YouTube. Yes. Like I, if for those who watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN 1000 Chicago, you can watch us there. Uh, and for those who don't know, you can watch us on YouTube live. Just search the ESPN Chicago page. Joniak's mom is over 80 and lives in Iowa. I'm trying to get in her De- phone number in to, Des Moines to have her on the show. Yes. And she texted Jeff that we're all nuts, but that she loved the appearance. Yes. Yeah. And 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 uh, Waddle, of course, then said, "Can we call her yeah. and have her on live too with Jeff?" And he, he said immediately no. declined. But I think that's his natural like defense mechanism. He's used to being buttoned up. We're loosening him up, and I think we need to make this happen. Well, here's the deal, Jeff. This is I know you're listening somewhere, or somebody will tell you. Or I'm he's going cutting to say up this. tape or for the pregame show, whatever, it is. and not listening. And I hope you're having a casual Friday the way you had a casual Wednesday because you looked great in your in your casual wear. <laughs> but I will find a way to get your mother's phone number. Okay. Oh yeah, I'll they, call uh, Tom Thayer. Tom Thayer will be able to work the back channels. I will not call her and ambush you, Jeff Joniak. But I'm going to continue to ask for your blessing. I don't even think, I think we record something. That's so that, fine. That way we don't put in a, her on live. And if he, he says no to it, we just interview her ourselves, record yes. it, and ask the embarrassing questions about Jeff as a child. No question. No doubts. Um, I have thoroughly enjoyed our interaction with Jeff. I got a feeling that, it, that having a conversation with his mom would be equally entertaining. Yes. Uh, how about an interview with Big C? Big C on the south side. Big C. What's up, Big C? What up, what up? What's going on? You tell us. Hey, Sylvie, hey, we owe you and Tyler, man. I'm with Tommy from yesterday. Tyler, man, I don't want to fire you, but he's been doing a bad job. Tyler's and not doing a bad job. Yeah, yeah, yes, he is. No, he's man. not. If no, ain't nobody not. calling up him being a, a, being a pacifier for Phil, give Phil another chance and all this stuff and woo, woo, woo. Anyway, but your girl was right. Was right. Yeah. Jenkins has been asked about that. Jenkins knows that he can get a big big payday from that, showing that he's versatile. Now, let's talk about Bayden. Now, Bayden got to relax a little on uh, Sunday. What do you think, Tom? 
Um, I, I think he I think he does have to relax, Big C. I think that you'll see a guy that's not overwhelmed. You will see a guy I don't think will be flustered. I don't think he was flustered by the sack, strip sack that was returned. Um, he'll play his game. My only question is, and I think it's it, it's I'm not writing him off because he's coming from Shepherd University. I'm not. There is an enormous difference between the closing speed of a cornerback coming from the secondary where the Raiders, you know, with the Raiders versus Westchester. The pass rush gets on you quicker. Everything is quicker. And look, I think there's a really good chance that he will handle it fine. Can he take the step up in class and have this, you know, I won't say the same level of success because he was a record setter at school, but can he have success at this level with this step up in class? Uh, all the mental stuff of it, I, I have no problem with it. Being overwhelmed, nope, I don't think that that'll be a problem. I don't think the lights will be too bright. I don't think the stage will be too big. Can he perform at a level that is necessary to be an NFL quarterback? Most That's what's rook- got to be Most answered. rookies have a really tough debut Absolutely. at quarterback, no matter where yes. they come from. I, you know, Look, a lot of them are bewildered. A lot of them have the skill. A lot of them have the ability to do it. But somehow, some way, the processing kind of gets a little bit jumbled and they're overwhelmed by the moment and the stage is too high or too big and the, the lights are too bright. I don't think that's going to be the problem with this kid. I think it's just a matter. When I see a quarter, when I see Justin have success against Michigan or Alabama or whoever it else, I mean, like, you can see that the young man can play at a high level against high level competition. And again, it's not a shot at Tyson Bagent and where he played. You just have to see it to believe it. Yes. It's no different than me. I'm six foot one and 185 pounds, and I run a 479 40 yard. You played against good competition. I get it, but I still have to prove to you that I can play against NFL cornerbacks who are significantly more athletic than I am. The only point, the reason I draw myself into it is because I had to prove it. You just didn't. I mean, I'm not Marvin Harrison Jr. For Christ's sake, mm-hmm. he's going to have to prove it because people haven't seen it at a high level. Doesn't mean he can't do it, but until you see it, you're not going to believe it. Yep. Uh, Drew on 94. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Drew? Hey, hey. Well, Tom stole a little bit of my thunder. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, I think you've seen what's the saying? Like the greatest predictor of future performance is past performance. I think you kind of saw it, honestly, in the game. Look, he was, he's a rookie. Things are moving really quickly. The strip sack happened. I think that's the downside. He's extremely polished. He's going to get the ball out really quickly. He knows at the line exactly what's going to happen uh, and so that he's able to sort of react really quickly. But, look, there's a reason why people are drafted high. They have striking talent. And that last throw or any sort of real, you know, deep – route that's run he's not that's not what he's gonna do like he's just not gonna do that now i'm i have to admit like look i'm not like sitting around watching shepherd tape or something not that i would know how to break it you know not that i know how to break it down even if i did see it but i just think like look justin's got striking talent and he's gonna be able to find the dj Moore on a deep route and you're not gonna see that from Beijing. but i think you're gonna see a really polished guy and we already saw it. like i don't think you really have to predict too much okay all right drew call us on monday all right all right. I think I answered. What did you What did you say? I mean, like, what is your expectation, or what would you consider like a successful start? I like want to get ball the ball up. up. Be a point gotcha. guard. Gotcha. Be a point guard. Distribute. 
quick, quick throws, get it out. Get everybody involved. Get everyone involved. Uh, the other thing Trust I said is reads. I, I want to see him work the middle of the field. Yeah, I don't I think it's an area of the field of that. that has been worked on, and I think that makes life easier on a defensive coordinator and a defense. Yes. So work the entire field, and I think this kid will do that. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. What are you expecting from Bajan? More on that coming up. We've got Waddle's world. There was something that Waddle wants to lead with. He was very passionate about this in the pre-show fist fight that shocked all of us in the meeting. It has to do with Chicago sports. It does not have to do with the Bears. It has to do with a player on another team. But it shocked all of us. And we'll lead Waddle's World with that coming up next. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Welcome to Waddle's World. Come inside. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Yeah, let's get weird. Waddle, it's a Friday. It's a, you know I got Tyler in here with me. Yeah. How you guys doing? You guys fighting? No. Oh, no. I, okay, good. I don't think I've ever fought. Tyler, have I ever fought, Tyler, a, I ever fought with a, you? A, a Friday fight. No. Just with your cup. You realize most of the time, too, he's just... he's. Oh, yeah. you got to bust balls back. Well, no. Yeah, I'm, but I mean, like... He's the best fighter for the sake of fighting on the face of the planet. That's how, like, him and his boys go out and they just sit there and they bust balls all day. Cheese is good. Cheese is not good. Cheese is good. Cheese is not good. Summarily dismissed. Ten years ago, it would have bothered me. Now, not at all. Taste the biscuits. Uh, Waddle's World's brought to you by... When did when, that come out, by the way? I How saw, old is that? I don't know. I saw that like a month ago, and I sent it to all of you guys because I couldn't stop laughing. I was just watching something. Can we play that, by the way? Because yeah. I don't know if everyone knows You read it. my mind. I actually wanted to put that in. I will yeah, make that. We'll do that in the next 15 minutes. Have you ever seen it, Mallory, before no. I sent Again, it to you? Greatest thing you have ever texted yeah, me. No question. By like, far and away. You either and really like it, or you or people will just roll their eyes at it. You either really like it, or you're an unfunny person. Yes. Or you just a square. That's what a you are. square? Yeah, you're a square. You have no sense of humor. You don't enjoy life. Uh, Waddle's World is brought to you by Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash finest member FDIC. By the way, what's up with Jesse? Um, not, not getting us? Schwarber, Kyle, yeah. Like, he told us we'll the other day that he, blast, he, Jesse. That, he, that, that he thought he had Schwarber for us today. And now he has told us that he thinks it's less than 50-50. I think our guy has forgotten about us. Not Jesse. I think now uh, I may start calling him a beer league softball player. No, I'm kidding, of course. Jesse or Schwarber? <laughs> That's good. All right. I love um, that. I love Schwarber. I do, too. Like, I, I'm a 56-year-old man, and I get kind of, like, weak in the knees Me when you too. say, hey, Schwarber's going to join us. Schwarber. Are you serious? Love Schwarber's. Okay. Uh, I saw this. It was brought to my attention. Let me give credit where credit is due. Danny Zetterman brought this to my attention. 
And then you suggested, or uh, let me rephrase it. Then you demanded that this be the first story no, that is demand. presented at on Waddle's World. This is from a Twitter account called NBC, NBA Central. <laughs> I thought you what? were going to say NBC. NBA, yeah, NBA, they're another aggregator. They take people's stories and then they push it out to get their clicks. I've made enough verbal mistakes this week, so I'm, you know, I'm actually talking slower than normal so that I don't make the mistake. I'm surprised Miller has not had some fun yet with the, uh, you and Cap having some, some good fun times back at the WGN uh, showcase studio. I think that's being a bit presumptuous. Think you're trying to stir stuff up? There's so much going on right now. I'm throwing in the Taste the Biscuit song. Yeah, so. Mallor, you just keep doing your thing in there. By the way, that uh, that's from 2009. Wow. What? Why? Where were we when all this was going on? We why right didn't here. we ever? We were here. Why didn't we ever jump on that craze? Why are we because, only finding this now? Because Instagram wasn't a thing in 2009. Yeah, but social media was. But we, nuggets we, like this were so much m- less frequently mined and brought to the attention. Not really. Oh, we, yeah. were, we were on the forefront of that back in the day. Taste the biscuit. Uh, so this is what I was, uh, was brought to my attention by Danny Zetterman from NBA Central. And it's a quote from Zach Lowe. Quote, I'm hearing Patrick Williams want, wants big, big numbers for his next contract. Like starts with a two and isn't 20 million. Come on. Really? Big are we, numbers that are we talking about $200 million for Patrick Williams? I mean, it's either that or $200. Or is it $20,000? Wait. $200,000? I want $200 million too. Like, please tell me that that's not a possible. I hope to God he proves to be. A $200 million player. Now, now again, forward. is this taken out of context? I don't know. Is I have he no talking idea. about, like, that Patrick Williams thinks that this is going to be a breakout year and that he's going to score 25 points a game, that he's going to get $200 million? I'm hearing Patrick Williams wants big, big numbers for his next contract. Like, starts, didn't say, I'm hearing Patrick Williams believes that if he has a 25-point-per-game season this year, like, that he would like to have big, big numbers. Like, shouldn't the first goal be, hey, how about I establish myself as a consistent player in the NBA and, and, nah, and, we're talking. and solidify myself as a consistent starter for the Bulls and a winning player? Hence the reason why I thought it was uh, attention-worthy for Waddle's World. Like, we've, am I, we've, we've whack, am with, I whacked? We've am gone I out of it? We've gone from, hey, maybe he's a starter, maybe he's not, to, hey, I want to get paid $200 million? This is my question. Is this one of the more outrageous things? Yes. That, that, I, I'm so just that, wondering. Everyone should have goals. Like, think about that. $200 million essentially means you're getting $40 million a year. At least $40 million a year. Yeah. That, right, you, you're you're basically saying you're a max guy for his age. Right. Like I, I, I swear, I, I hope that God he, he becomes that I guy. I hope he makes us eat his, uh, eat our words. What? What? Don't want me. Uh, I hope he makes us eat our words. 
and and we'll be like, oh, we had a good laugh at your expense, and now you made, you know, look at you making two hundred million dollars later today. But by the way, it, it seems oh, to me like you're jumping some steps here. You're skipping God. some steps. That's uh, that's my point. Over under 37 and a half wins for the Bulls. That's where the number was set by a uh, Vegas sports book. I would go. I, 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 I would go. Over. The Red Leviathan is back. They're going to be a 40 win team, aren't they? 40 and 42? Don't ask me. 40 and 42. Zach's healthy out of the gate. Wow, that's what we're cheering for. We're going to be 40 oh, and no, 42. No, no. We're looking to make money on a, on a total wins. Come on now. What was it, 37, I, 37 and, a and a half? is what I saw. I'm, I'm not, going over. That's what I said. I, I'm going over. What would they win last year? Wasn't it around they won 30? 40. 40. Yeah, 40 yeah, and 42. This is a 40 win team. I think I just... You pooped gave, yourself? I, I, no, I think I gave you indigestion, saying to you... I'm going to go play this. Um, Michigan suspends Connor Stallions amid the NCAA investigation. Who's he? Is Michigan he the football analyst? analyst Connor. It's, it's S-T-A-L-I-O-N-S. Stallions. Stallions has been suspended by the NCAA. As the NCAA. He's, fake. He's not even a real guy. They just made up a name. They're like, we're suspending... Connor, what can we say? Stallions. stallions. We're gonna do only one Connor Stallions. Stallions is he's probably not a real guy, but here's our here's who we're suspending. This is what they're doing. They're coming after Jim Harbaugh. A source told ESPN that the Wolverines have used an elaborate scouting system to steal signals from future opponents since at least 2021. With the ongoing NCAA investigation in Michigan recruiting and Coach Jim Harbaugh potentially facing additional penalties stemming from that, this separate investigation could significantly increase his exposure to an additional suspension. Harbaugh on Thursday denied, yesterday, any knowledge of the alleged scheme to steal opponent's signals through scouting trips to out-of-town games. He said he would fully cooperate in any investigations and doesn't condone or tolerate anyone doing anything illegal or against NCAA rules. I do not have any knowledge or information regarding the University of Michigan football program illegally stealing signals, nor have I directed any staff member or others to participate in an off-campus scouting assignment, he said in a statement. Didn't he also say, this is all I'm going to say about the matter? Is this yeah, about hamburgers or cheeseburgers? Isn't that what he said? I thought you said Greeny had some comments yeah, about good. this. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you have that, Mallard? Can you play that? Taste the like, what the hell are we talking about here, people? The NCAA has nothing more important than this to worry about. I think what has happened is the NCAA has been so emasculated, they have basically no authority over any of the things that they used to love nitpicking to death, like making sure that kids don't get a cheese sandwich, that now they got to come up with new things. Well, whatever you do, don't watch the sideline. Don't watch the sideline. What are we talking about? They're just standing there in full view of everyone, right? Am I wrong? What am I missing? You're not wrong, Greeny. I think it's silly. I thought it was a great I, point. I get it. It's a rule. You have to follow it. Okay. I think it's a stupid rule. You can't send advanced scouts to a, a, another team's game to prepare yourself for your game against them. And they did this because what they were trying to do was level the playing field because not every school has the budget to right. do the same. Well, 
when you introduce NIL, there's an inequity in that as well. Some schools have the capacity and the the alums that are willing, the boosters, to prop you up and give your program money that other schools don't have the same resources for. Like, this is the dumb rule. What did the analysts do that they're suspending Stallion? Was he the guy, though, on the sidelines? Hey, how in the world can you suspend Stallion? You can't suspend Stallion. He's our sign-stealing Stallion. That's his nickname. He's a former, uh, what is he, a former captain in the uh, Marine Corps. Oh, you can't suspend him. The retired captain in the U.S. Marine Corps. He served our country. What's worse, being the scapegoat or, or getting the blame? scapegoating it or or suspending him. Especially someone who defended our country like him. You can't do that. I think this is a stupid rule. I agree with with Feinbaum who I think said, who also said that he thinks that, you know, Harbaugh's grown tired of of them and that the NCAA is in fact coming after him and this will probably push him to the NFL or want to come to the NFL. Again, do you think the Patriots, they floated that in Greeny too today. That we all are saying Harbaugh to the Bears. You think that the Patriots are saying what we about, like? What about, would that be someone that Robert Kraft would be wanting? Maybe so. Because, you know, you got the Michigan connection with Tommy. Well, I mean, Tommy's gone. Tommy's Tommy with the Raiders. Tommy is, I get it, but Tommy is one of Robert Kraft's kids. I know, I know. The Michigan connection. Why wouldn't Brady, who's maybe a potential owner of the, the Raiders, once that goes through, could why be that wouldn't well. he? They may there bounce. could be an Switches opening there, your too. Guy. But McDaniels is his guy. Maybe he's not. Maybe no. Harbaugh's his guy. I think, don't you think it's a stupid rule? Dumb. Like, you go, and, and by the way, you're not using any technology. You're it watching the yeah. coaches. It is a rule, but I believe that, yes, probably if it was a different program, this would not be a story. And, yes, I am making excuses for my former quarterback. Yeah. There's no question. I'm being honest with you. I just think it's a stupid rule. I think the NCAA, like Greeny, says, I think they, get better, they should have better things to do with their time than this. No. Yes. I would think yes. so. Yeah, and I think Greeny's right that they don't have, like with NIL and all this stuff, they have no one else to police anymore. So really? now they're like, shame on you. All right, real quick, I'm going to update you again on the Bears uh, injury report going into the weekend. Jaquan Brisker was limited today. He's listed as questionable. Dan Feeney was limited today. He's listed as questionable. Darnell Wright was full participant today. He's listed as questionable as well. But they were optimistic on him at the podium, I think. Correct. Others that did not practice and have been ruled out for this weekend's game. Nate Davis, Justin Fields, Eddie Jackson, Roshan Johnson, and Terrell Smith. Worried about Roshan. Uh, That's two straight weeks that he's still in concussion protocol. I'm worried about him his health, first yes, of all. That's what I'm saying. I'm worried about his head. Yes. And secondly, he is by far your best pass protector as a, a running back, even as a rookie. So they could use him in pass protection. Yes. that's That sounds to me like a severe concussion. That is your injury report. When we come back, it's Friday. You know what that means? Uh, it's time to drink. Yes. I cannot dispute that. Florida or Ohio. That's next. Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Public drunkenness. Exotic animals. Dumb criminals. Random stabbings. Or 
maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Ah. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. And as always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. Florida, Ohio is brought to you by our great friends and partners over at 19 Crimes Wine. 19 Crimes is unapologetic by nature, disruptive by design, and they believe obedience gets you nowhere. Check out the wine aisle and start defying the rules with 19 Crimes today. You know who likes uh, 19 Crimes Wine? Your wife. Yes, she does. Uh, but uh, you. Dion Miller, big uh, fan of the 19 yes. Crimes Wine. Once again, a uh, happy birthday to Dion from a couple days ago. She's, happy belated uh, birthday. I said, I, I went and, and saw her in the uh, media room at Hallis. They bought her a cake. Did you know that? I saw that, yeah. Very nice. It's a nice crew up there. It is a good crew. It's a nice very group good of people. Crew. They get along quite well, they, too. It's very quiet, though, when you go in there. Then And then I start whispering, and then I started like whispering to people and they're like you you don't have to whisper in here i'm like but it's so quiet it's like a library when you walk in there it's a naturally loud voice so i think you think you're whispering but you're not no i was they were saying to me that i was talking very i was whispering and they're like they said to me you don't have to whisper and i said you must have been trying all uh extra hard then i was i was literally whispering i was like hey what's going on and like you don't have to whisper i go but it's quiet in here You should next time go in there and start singing YMCA, just out of the blue. No, he should sing Real Taste loud. the Biscuit. Taste the Biscuit. Did you, did you ever get that in? Oh, it's ready. Oh, yeah, it's ready. What I do mean, you got, Tyler? Wanna, I don't want to interrupt. Yeah, Florida, Ohio. Right, let's, do that. Oh, yeah. let's get to some debauchery. Man hides in drawers and uses whiteboard to evade deputies. What? So he he hides... Hides in drawers and uses a whiteboard to evade deputies. This needs a little explaining. Yeah, I was going to say he must be a little guy. A man tried to evade deputies through unconventional means when they tried to arrest him. According to the sheriff's office, the sheriffs said that at about 2.45 on Saturday, they went looking for Johnny Yates at a home on West 10th Street, only to be greeted by a whiteboard with the message, Johnny Yates does not live here. In all caps. Uh, well, you know what? I, 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 like, the, legit, I right? like the approach. Um, well, the deputies did not buy that. Instead, they saw a person leaving the home who told them that Johnny was inside with several other people. The deputies used a loudspeaker to command Yates to leave the home. But after about an hour, they used smoke to get the occupants to get out. After still no response, the deputies used K-9 to search the home. And the sheriff's office said the dog sniffed out Yates, who was hiding in a modified chest of drawers. The best part of the whole story would have been if the deputies went to the house and saw the whiteboard and says, Johnny Yates doesn't live here. And they go, okay, okay. all right, to the you next know what? One. we'll go to the next house. That would be the best part. I, I this, think is, this is Jacksonville. This is Jacksonville, Florida. Would he have been better off writing on there that Johnny Yates is here? And, that, and then they're like, no. Reverse psychology? Yes. Than saying Johnny Yates does not live here. That's the obvious. I got a better idea. Don't use the whiteboard for anything. <laughs> Here's the Just thing, Just leave too. it in the closet. It, it, the, the handwriting on the whiteboard doesn't look like some ransom note-like yeah. type of writing. This is very good handwriting. Is this is not criminal handwriting. 
Maybe Johnny Yates has got bad decision-making uh, traits, but he's got good penmanship. Yeah, and this is 10th Street. I think every that's every city in America, right, has, has streets. Did you just say every city in America has streets? No, like numbered, numbered streets. streets. Okay. That's yeah. more of like a Midwest thing. Cleveland does. Or that's more of like a Cincinnati Florida. does. Fifth Street I, downtown. Yeah, yeah, I was, Second Street. I, I was wondering if that was more of a Midwest thing that's or if good, every team or if every town has that. That's good investigative. But I report. think Miami has that. I don't know. So I don't think it, it's it's dependent on the area. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland. Taste the biscuit. <laughs> Florida. Give me Florida. It took place in Lakeland, Florida. Of course ah, it did. Ah, damn. Come on. Where's Lakeland? Is that in Jacksonville? Lakeland Most is uh, near, near Orlando. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Lakeland, the other Florida. Side. Yeah, it's right near Orlando. All right. Okay. Boom. Florida or Ohio. Boom. Doug Kazarian coming up here. You want to uh, grab these calls before we get to Doug? It's up to you, sir. Okay. We're not going to play Taste, Taste the Biscuit? The biscuit. Oh, you want for I, You, you so, know what? You do however you want it. We can do, no, we can do this quickly, or we can do it in a long version. I need it. I need it. I need or, the taste. But we got to explain this. Um, Not really. You're listening to WMVP Chicago, WSHEHD2 Chicago. Mm-hmm. Really, this, this is, is the what extent. you've been seeing this recently, and it pops up on your um, this your was reels on, right, on, on Instagram. Instagram, I saw it out of the blue. And I had no idea what it was. I really didn't investigate it. I just sent it to you guys because I couldn't stop laughing. And I would say this is the finest piece of social media that you have ever sent ever along sent to my guys, way. No question. And by the way, I think it's it's a woman and her husband, and the husband plays the keyboards. We and sure when that, I saw are, we, it, are we sure they're married? This, that is I don't it. know. But it, uh, when I saw it happen... They were standing in front of, like, racks of clothing <laughs> at, like, a department store. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a department store. I feel like it's one of those... Um, like a, it reminds me of a store. Yes, it, or, like, if you go on a vacation somewhere and they've got, like, an, uh, like just a store that's selling whatever, you know, goods for that from that city just to... Like a souvenir shop. Yeah, souvenir shop. Thank you. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So without further ado... We should give them their name. Toasters and Moose. <laughs> they go by... They go by the couple... Who? Uh, she is toasters. He is moose. Now he is, like you said, what are they in their sixties? You Probably, think? Probably, yeah. And um, or mo- they're in bad shape for fifties. Mo- are they still alive? Oh yeah, come on. When now. you smoke well, a pack was a day, oh, you, like you oh, said, nine. this was oh nine, two thousand nine. That's uh, that's fifteen years ago. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna Google toasters right and now. Moose. Toasters and, and, and they moose. Were, they were in their sixties then. Yes, I think they were in their sixties. Or, and, and or, or their early not and moose, Mallor, in moose, in moose. Yes, yeah. in and is in parentheses. So two toasters in moose. By the way, they've moose got on the Casio keyboards. By the way, they've got a number of songs, You're including right. "Taste the Biscuit," "Rock Your Body Home," <laughs> "Gotta Get Out of This Town," "I Can Make oh, You no. Depressed," a spooky tune. Where's my underpants? Round and round and around and steely. All right, so I'd like to hear "Where's My Underpants." We might need a spooky yeah. tune in two weeks for Halloween. <laughs> yeah. All right, so without further ado, this is uh, "Toasters and Moose" from 2009. Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. Taste the honey sauce. Oh yeah. Taste the goodness of the biscuit with the honey sauce. People are shopping. To get that honey sauce on me. 
don't like the way it tastes with my chicken wings. <laughs> taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. <laughs> taste the butter spread. Taste the goodness of the biscuit with the butter spread. Mm, biscuit with the butter spread. To get your butter spread all on me. I don't like the way it mixes with my mac and cheese. Cause when you're at KFC, you got that special sauce to stir my curiosity. Just give me a five-piece meal. Oh, what a deal. A big old box, it's all for me. Box for her. You know, I'll take coleslaw on the side. Sure. I could tell you wanted to try the potato wedges. <laughs> potato wedges. <laughs> oh, moose on the keyboards. A little, little keyboard solo, solo from here. Moose. This is, I can't believe we just found this now. We're so disappointed in us. 